Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Matt. I'm Jay. We're two average guys. Got a little Oktoberfest going on today. Yeah. Delicious. Um, glad to be back. Unfortunately, not back in the capacity that we thought we'd be back in. Um, since no. we didn't get to play this week. It was a rough week. Uh, very, very rough week. So, um, unfortunate for the Huskers. Obviously, uh, we didn't get to play. Um, due to the, uh, I guess, breakout, if you will, for Wisconsin. And now they have, they're up to 22 cases of COVID. So, um, you know, whether it was going to happen or not, we got canceled. I think, you know, Barry Alvarez, and it sounds like they pulled the trigger a little bit early. So, um, I mean, they did. And then it obviously showed that it was probably the right call to make with all these other ones. Plus, Illinois players testing positive after they played last week. Yeah, and I, so. again, I, it's probably, yes, it was probably the right call to make. Um, I think the timing of when they made it and the fact that they pulled out of the game instead of following what the Big Ten protocol is. But well, Big Ten protocol and the rules also allow them to make that decision that's if true. they feel it's necessary. So the technically thing, they didn't do anything wrong. The weak thing about it was the Big Ten never said anything. The Big Ten never came out and said, like, the game this week for Nebraska and Wisconsin was canceled. It was just Wisconsin. It was Wisconsin. And, and and they still didn't even make a statement. And that's why you saw Nebraska not say anything. And while not saying anything, they were also trying to get a game scheduled, which they did. And then the Big Ten shut it down. Yep. Afternoon, Dalton. Yeah, I think – and I think one, pro, one thing that kind of sucks too is um, about the whole situation. Obviously, we hope everyone's safe, everyone's able to come back. But a lot of speculation around the reason why the game was canceled and they decided to, to essentially forfeit, which ends up being a no contest, is because they were without Mertz and they were without their backup quarterback. Right. And then they would have been down to, without Cone, they would have been down to their fourth string, Vandenboom, who has one completion and he's one for one with three yards. I talked about this a while back. Um, so they would have been down to the fourth string QB. They had another six, six, five or six guys out at that point. So they were plus they were Chris, depleted. Plus no Paul, no no head coach along with another five coaches. So, I mean, if you're in our position, I mean, do you want to really play that game? I think you do, but at the same time, you understand why it would suck to want to play that game. Well, and if you're us, you know, with the 21 day protocol, I mean. If we did play that game and then guys tested positive, then those guys are out for multiple games. Yeah. So, I mean, you lose a game, obviously, that sucks. And it was probably a game that I think we could have won. Oh, and I we think... haven't beat them for like eight years. And so. But that was a big game for our season, too, because you're looking at how the West unfolding, is unfolding, which oh, we'll talk about sure. here shortly. We'll talk about that How tonight. the West is unfolding. And that game was huge for both Wisconsin and Nebraska. Right. And um, now it could, <laughs> I mean, it could hurt both teams, actually. It could or couldn't. I mean, we'll see. Um, and the thing that kind of sucked the aftermath is, you know, Nebraska lines up UT Chattanooga. They pay for all the testing. The, they get all the tests back. They're all negative. They're going to test them again on Friday, test them again on Saturday. So they had this plan, this this plan B, and they said, we're going to get together and talk about it. And boom, they shut it down. Like, they didn't talk about it. I think it was just no. an immediate no. They said it was unanimous, but Nebraska didn't vote no when Nebraska's paying this money to bring Chattanooga here. There's no way it was unanimous. Well, and I saw people were like, oh, you, you went out and got a team like Chattanooga. I mean, for one, how many teams? I'm sure you could probably find the teams that were available, yeah. and it was probably more than just them. But, I mean, it doesn't matter who you play. They want to play a game so that they can get some of these young guys some experience. Yeah. That's all they want. Just play. Well, I had a discussion with multiple people. It's you have a you have one game. You've already been waiting 
almost an almost entire year. year to play a game. Mm-hmm. You have one game. You have a great first half. Second half, you, you shoot yourself in the foot multiple times. And then you're ready to come back and have another game the following week. We don't need a bye week in week two. And that's essentially what we got. And scrimmaging, right. playing each other is not the same as playing No, because that's what they've been team. doing for a year. And so that's that's where the sad thing is, is the Big Ten doesn't even allow for a plan B. And we and they knew this from the, from the get-go. Nebraska knew this from the get-go. Right. But they're going to challenge it, challenge the status quo like they did at the beginning of the season. Well, and... The Big Ten, we've said a hundred times, dropped the ball in this because they they could have had a fourteen week window to play eight to ten games. Yep, and they didn't do it. Whatever. Exactly. But you know, it's it's really frustrating because you know then you see you see the way Ohio State kind of came out and was taken to Penn State. I know that the score at the end of the game didn't quite show that, but the way Ohio State started that game at Penn State. You know, that was not how our game with Ohio State started. We looked a lot better than Penn State did. And yeah. Penn State did come back in the game, made it a bit of a game. Yeah, Our and game kind of had gone the other way. But. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll talk about it here in a second. But before we get there, uh, Dalton mentioned, too, with the bigger picture with that whole UT Chattanooga thing is you got to look at it from the Big Ten picture. And Bill Moose came out and said this, too. Well, yeah. Is, is someone I saw on Twitter, they're like, this <laughs> – Huskers are playing checkers while everyone else is playing chess because now what happens if Ohio State gets a game canceled? Well, or do you mean that Nebraska's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I meant. So, no. But this that's exactly what I was gonna say. I'm glad Dalton brought that up. Um they they had an opportunity to set a precedent of you run into a problem, but you're doing one you got a team that's doing all the right things mm-hmm. and they're going around about things the right way, and they do all the testing, and then they bring in a team, and they do testing, and then you play a game. Now, they shut that down. If that happens to Ohio State, now Michigan's out of that conversation. Yeah. Um, I mean, what are they going to say yes? Yeah. I oh, mean, and, and that's the thing. Now they can't. Now they can't. Well, and another thing, too. Well, I shouldn't say that. They definitely could. They could, but if they do, you know there's going to be hell to raise because yeah. I think all of Cornhusker Nation and is going to show up to if you think people <laughs> Warren's want, house. If you think the Husker fans want to leave the Big Ten now, just wait yeah. for that to happen. But I think, too, you know, it, it, again, it sets a precedent, but from the very beginning, Huskers started challenging the Big Ten at the beginning of the year, saying we want to play, we have protocols put in place, all these other conferences are playing. Why can't we? And and Nebraska's been just shit on left and right for right. stating that because they want to play. And now the Big Ten's back. And guess what? All these fans are happy. The Big Ten's playing football. But it was Nebraska. It was Ohio State. Those two. And now Nebraska can't play. They set up a game to play. And people crap on them again and say, like Paul Feinbaum saying, we're an embarrassment to the Big Ten. We're an embarrassment. We're embarrassing ourselves. We have been since we joined the Big Ten. They want to play football. All right. They want to play a game. And yeah, and Dalton posted that list of Big Ten scandals throughout mm-hmm. the past ten years, whatever. But I mean, what if that would have happened to Ohio State week two? Yeah. And they were saying we want to play, and they scheduled the game. Everybody'd be like, "Oh, they're doing everything they can. Yeah. They're 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 on the you know they're on the right path." But let them play. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And Paul Feinbaum can. He's an he SEC get, homer. He can get into that group with Desmond Howard right there. <laughs> but what bothers me about this, too, is now Barry Alvarez at Wisconsin is saying we need to challenge the 21-day rule. Right. But why is he doing that? They all agreed to it. No right. one else is challenging that, but he is because guess what? He has his number one and two quarterbacks out, 
and he's and got multiple, multiple players, other players out. Players have to be out for 21 days. So and guess if they're what? not, then that is going to be really effed up. Well, and guess what? That's going to impact everybody because they already they already effed up Illinois because Illinois had two players out, another 12 due to contact tracing, including their starting quarterback. So you had 14 guys out for Illinois. Well, that's Wisconsin's fault. I mean, it, you can't just adjust the 21 day because it impacts your team now. And if that happens, then the Big Ten really uh, – you're not just going to have a Nebraska. You're going to have Illinois. You're going to have Purdue. You're going to have Northwestern. You're going to have Ohio State. Everyone's going to sh- just go after the Big Ten and be like, that's right. not right. It's not right because <laughs> you're going to tell me that the first team that gets affected is going to turn around and say, well, we agreed to this, but now this 21-day, no. Because it impacts their team in a big way. Yeah. They're the, they're the favorite to win the I West. I get it. I mean, if it, if it happened in Nebraska, it would suck. If it, if it, if what is happening with with Wisconsin yep. was happening to us, Adrian Martinez and Wondell Robinson yeah. had, but had it, COVID, it would suck. But even roll back though, the twenty one days is stupid. It should be fourteen. It, it days. is. It is. And the ACC is ten days. I was certain that Trevor Lawrence is going to play against Notre Dame. He's but not. It, it was Wednesday when his his case came back. So ten days is technically right. Saturday when his last day um, of quarantine is. But still, I, they they screwed up in the beginning. I think everybody knows that. Um, they, and they know that. They're just too proud to admit it. Yeah. Well, and, he, and here's the problem right now, too. They're too up on their high horse. A, a couple of things. Waylon um, and Lang com- commented here, too. We'll get to Ohio State and Penn State. Um, but Waylon mentioned Northwestern. Um, COVID is out of control in Chicago right now. Yeah. Out of control. And the game's at Northwestern. <laughs> yeah. So are we actually going to be sending our players to Evanston to play that game? Time will tell, right? I mean, if they... <laughs> I think so, but you fly them in and take them straight out to Evanston. I don't know what the... Can you land on the field? Can we drop them off from <laughs> a, an army chopper? I mean, I, I don't know. bring in the Apache helicopter and just yeah. zoom them down, right? But I, I don't know how that travel and stuff works. But, but that, but that's going to be interesting. That, that yeah, I think, is going to be more sure. interesting this week for Husker fans to keep an eye on because this could potentially impact their game with Northwestern where we might not play this week, and we got two weeks off in a row, and that really – and this, do you, well, this game is huge for Nebraska and Northwestern. Do you think there's any possibility – and they probably can't move it to Memorial Stadium, but they, – They can. I mean, do you think that's something that they could possibly do? Knowing the Big Ten, they'd probably shut it down. Oh, the Big Ten would. Big <laughs> the Ten Big Ten would, would say no, but, but – we, we, I think Pat Fisher would probably be like – Fitzgerald? Or Pat. Yeah, Fitz. Pat he, Fitzgerald, He'd yeah. be fine with it. I think so. Because because there's no crowd. Well, and because they, I mean, our games with them are tough. Yeah. Regardless. Doesn't matter where you're at. <laughs> Literally, the game's usually there. It's like a home game for Nebraska. Yeah. So, so. I, don't, I don't think it's going to have an impact. I don't think it would have an impact. Again, because there's no crowd, I don't think it would make a difference whether we play there or here. Doesn't matter. No, and it, it doesn't because it, it hasn't mattered. That, that's been our closest game every single year since joining the Big Always time. comes down to the wire. There's like one time we we blew them out, and every single other game is within a score. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that's a possibility. I don't know if it will happen or not, but fingers crossed because that might be the only way that game gets played. So something to keep an eye on, Husker fans, if if you are interested in how this, get, this week's going to go. I did not think of this, and now you've got me nervous. Don't be sad yet. Don't be sad yet. Uh, nervous? Absolutely. I get sad pretty quick. I know you do. <laughs> Um, and one thing that um, Dalton mentioned, too, is the Big 12, if we decide to leave the Big 10, which very well could happen. If not this year, I'd say in the next couple of years, 
I wouldn't I be surprised what, if Nebraska goes. I don't but, know what kind of contract we have signed for how long or whatever it but, is. But the Big 12 would take us back in a heartbeat. I think so. Big 12 is about out of the playoff picture at this yeah, point. He, mean, he mentioned the revenue um, and the type of, you know, our fans travel well. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of plus side to bringing Nebraska into a conference. Like we like the Big 10, there's yeah. a lot of plus side, but – uh, you look at not just football, but volleyball. That'd be huge for the Big 12 Conference. Baseball, big yeah. time. Nebraska has not sucked necessarily, but they have not been the the baseball team they were when we were in the Big 12. Yeah, no, and that's absolutely. because you can you can recruit Texas. It's just the same as football. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's a lot easier to recruit Texas. Yeah. Um, also mentioned, you know, meet halfway and play on a high school field. I mean, possibility. Why not play on a neutral site? Um, I mean, they could. I don't know what's between here and there. Somewhere in Iowa, I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere in Iowa, um, but anyway, so I, that's I don't know. I didn't want to talk too much about Nebraska just because we didn't play, but no. just some thoughts. I think I think Nebraska is doing the right thing for the kids. They're trying to play ball. Um, I really feel bad for Frost because he's had a pretty rough go for these first couple of years. I mean, he's had two games canceled in his first three seasons. Two of his home openers canceled. His two yeah. first, like two out of his three home openers. That has yeah. like never happened anywhere mm-hmm. ever. Mm-mm. So it's, it sucks, but you know we'll we'll get our we'll get as many games as we can. I think it's out of their control right now. I think the Big Ten is kind of on a power trip as well as we set these standards. We're not going to make adjustments mid season, mid season. But they're just not going. It's going to be real interesting if it comes down to, and maybe it's not for the number one spot in the West, but you know a tiebreaker between Nebraska and Wisconsin, whatever seeding they are. I, mean, I would take what, number two or number three in the West. Right. I mean, look I mean, where we've been the last three years. But how many years? Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. So I I'd take it, but again, that game against Wisconsin was huge. But this game against Northwestern, with Northwestern now being two and zero, yeah. I mean that that's a big game. So um, we'll talk about was about with Northwestern Nebraska last. You know, okay, we can do that. Let, let's uh, talk what about. I was gonna say, go ahead. This is my last thing I'm gonna say. You no, know, you, you go when, ahead. Then I'll pull up score. When, um, you know that that championship week. Um, mm-hmm. how they're going to do, you know, one plays one, two plays two, whatever. Yep. But, you know, if Nebraska and Wisconsin are not the number one in the West, I would kind of like to see them put them against each other. I know we're in the same division, mm-hmm. but so that we could play Wisconsin. Because I'd rather play Wisconsin than play Michigan State or, yeah. you know, somebody else. Michigan State just beat Michigan. But anyway, I'd rather play Wisconsin because yeah, absolutely, we need to beat Wisconsin. We we do so, and I really I really thought we could have this weekend, but who knows? We improve and get better yeah. throughout this year and play enough games to where we get enough experience for some of our young guys who really showed last weekend they can play. Um, could be really interesting seeing them playing against Wisconsin, and I know for I sure I know for sure fun. they ain't running four hundred yards on us, but yeah, um, I don't think that would happen. But I think it, I think it'd be a fun game to watch, and I think it'd be for the West. I think it'd be a good game for contenders to potentially get there, and people are gonna laugh at that, but. You know, we are contenders in the West, just like we are every single year at the beginning of the year. Um, and Lang says, can Wisconsin get to the championship game if they miss three games? Because guess what? They might not play against Purdue this week. So that's two that's games. That's actually a really, really good question. Um, I If you go 5-0, and oh, I don't know. That's I, just, I guess. Again, they're going, off, they're going off of conference records. So if you're undefeated in the conference... I suppose, but again, I mean, you what could, if you're what if you're six and two, 
seven and one. Yeah. And they're five and zero. Oh. Yeah. That just. But that's the same thing for the college football playoff, which is kind of a big thing right now too. Is I was watching a game yesterday, like, oh, this team is going to improve to seven and zero, oh. and I'm like, they seven game seven games. It's like, oh yeah, they started a hell of a long time ago. Yes, they did. And we waited forever, which was just a shock to the brain because I forgot they started that long ago. But um, it's like, holy crap! Like Ohio State's two and zero. Oh. We're talking about zero and two, two and two and zero, one and one for the Big Ten. Everyone else is six and one, seven and zero, five and two. It's like holy crap! Oh, they're and they're throwing they're throwing Pac twelve teams in the top twenty five now. Oh, U- USC is at like number twelve or something. They're in the top fifteen. Oregon. Oregon's in the top top fifteen. So yep. it's, it's crazy. But is it the right thing to I do? Mean, I don't know. The thing is now with the Big Twelve, every single team in the Big Twelve is lost now. Um, you know, Oklahoma and Texas both have two losses. Right. Yet Oklahoma is and still, I, they're know, saying, I, I one kinda, of the favorites. I kind of like o- Oklahoma State, but... Uh, Man, I can't believe they lost to Texas yesterday. They shouldn't have. But, I mean, a, a narrow loss like that, if they run the table and win the Big 12 championship, I suppose there's a chance that they could get in. But we'll see. Time we'll see. Going. All right. So we'll, we'll get to some of the Big 10 games here because it has been... I posted yesterday on Two Average Guys what's been going on in the Big 10 as far as records. It's it's weird. It, it's weird. It's very weird. Um, let's it's talk about definitely twenty twenty. Let's talk about Friday night's game. So you had Minnesota on Friday night playing Maryland. So Maryland, who got rolled up like forty four to three, they scored three points against Northwestern. Forty three to three, forty yeah, something like that. They got destroyed by Northwestern. They had three turnout, three picks uh, by. Uh, Tuali, Tuali, uh, I don't know how to say his name, but Tua's brother. Tua's brother. He's I still Tua's brother. It's just so easy. Um, 21 to 7 after the first quarter. And I texted you, I'm like, holy crap, like Maryland's rolling up on Minnesota. I hadn't turned it on yet because I. At halftime, it was 28 21. Minnesota's winning. Right. So they scored 21 second quarter points. I'm like, man, Abraham had uh, four rushing touchdowns in that game. He looked good against uh, against Maryland D, which, again, I don't know anything about either of these two teams now because them, it's just so hard to tell. And we'll talk about that with the other teams. But um, then they jump out well, to a 38 21 lead. 38 21, yeah. And then Maryland scores 17 points in the fourth. So. Uh, Maryland went two quarters, second and third quarter, without scoring any points. And they score 17, and then they win it in overtime. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's and just like you said, wild. you just don't really know anything about these teams. I mean, Minnesota, obviously, we talked about it last week. They're coming off of a 10-plus win season. But, you know, they play Michigan right out the gate, and they get their blo- their doors blown off and you're like oh, okay and, well, I, I guess Michigan's I guess Michigan's for real this year but Michigan looked pretty good and they did they did look good in that game and I'm like okay like and Minnesota was missing a lot of their guys due to um I think some injuries and also I think they had some guys suspended I think they had some potential COVID stuff going on and it was the right side of their line so it really screwed up the run game in that okay. game but Michigan well, looked good and then Maryland goes whatever 40 whatever to three and then they turn around and have that game. I, yeah, that just kind of blows your mind. And, and I watched the first. It. I watched the first half, and I'm like, and I watched the beginning of the third quarter, and I'm thinking, Minnesota's going to run away with this game. Yeah. And then different different team in the fourth quarter. It was so weird, and I just couldn't get my hands around like what's going on in this game. So that boat got rowed. Boat got rowed. I and, saw that pick. That's, um, a, that's a funny pick. It is. It it's is. a funny pick from a team that like hasn't done anything or. Isn't really anything. Yeah. And 
I don't know. And Lang says the ball bounced the right way for Minnesota last year, not so much this year. And you're right. And Minnesota, let's let's not let's not get this wrong. Is Minnesota last year, both their offensive defensive lines were stellar. They were really good. The big, probably the, one of the bigger lines they could get. I mean, against Wisconsin, those two teams were, were balanced as far mm-hmm. as the strength on both lines. They lost some guys in the NFL. Again, you had some guys out in that first game, but again, they're zero two. And I got to make a quick comment on the row the boat thing because apparently I don't know too much about the history of it. I know it's about PJ's son who he lost. Oh, uh, so some I people, did not, so I some people thought that, that, that some that. some people thought it was tasteless. But my whole thing is too, if you're gonna have a, a mantra with your team, a motivational tool, something you use as a tagline on all your merchandise, on commercials, on everything you do as a coach, you have to know that's gonna backfire on you. At some point, somebody's gonna troll you. At some point, I mean, point. and that's been happening. Since, every time they lose, you get you get uh, gifts or whatever memes of boats sinking, and and you're gonna have that happen. So I understand how people can see what Maryland did as tasteless, but at the same time, maybe as a college football coach in the Big Ten, maybe using something so personal to you, you know that's gonna backfire on you. So I know, yes, people say it's insensitive, but I also, again, I see the other side of maybe don't do that as a as as your go to and your your motivation to get people going, you know, maybe it's a backstory, when, when but not he, when the he front. was at when he was at Western Michigan and they were really good, which yeah. for Western Michigan was mm-hmm. was pretty cool. I, I thought it was kind of clever. Um, I guess I didn't know that backstory. Well, and, and, and I didn't know too much about to it either until recently. And he went to Minnesota and he still got that going. And it's like the only thing is like if you do that same thing from team to team, I don't know. I, I feel like you almost need to... And I, don't, and I don't know if he takes it personal. I really don't. But a couple of people... We had a comment on our Two Average Guys page, and I said, listen, it's to me, it's like if you're going to use that as motivation, as a tagline for your team at the school, it's at some point it's going to come back and hurt you. Especially when you sell merchandise. Yes. Um, anyways, let's move on. So we had Rutgers, Indiana. So Indiana beat Penn State last week. Right, and Rutgers beat Michigan State last week. <laughs> Rutgers beat Michigan State. Um, now, this time, Indiana wins 37-21. This game was interesting as well because, um, again, I, it kind of showed who Rutgers were, kind of showed who Indiana was, but I don't think it really showed us anything about either team because I really don't think I, either team like, is that good. I like Tom Allen. Really? I, I, as far as... Sorry, I, mean, I, 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 I can't stand really. the guy. I don't know why. I can't stand I, him. I mean... As far as... I didn't even know who he was till last year no. after they beat us, and I hated him, well, by the way. That's I, why you hated him? Probably. <laughs> probably. No, I think that he went into a program that has never really been anything football-wise, and yeah. he's actually turned it into something. Uh, and, 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 sorry, I did I did <laughs> listen to a podcast that he spoke on, and he just... He's well-spoken, so maybe that's why I said And, that. and I, I think... I think what burned me last year was his comments after the game. I can't remember exactly what they were, but I didn't like them. Um, and being a diehard fanatic well, is something that I was like, I want to punch the guy in the face. I would have heard, if I would have heard that, maybe I'd feel differently. But but as a coach and someone, you, you talk about buy-in for a program. And, and these and Indiana players have bought that's in. That's what I mean. He's getting his guys to buy in. And that's what Scott's been trying to do. And it took him a couple of years to get guys leaving the team to, I think, where he's at a point where he's got guys bought in. Yeah. But you look at a guy like Allen and – Let's talk about Rutgers and Shiano. I mean, I thought I don't like Shiano either. I've never liked him. I don't think Same. he's a great head coach, but he was a coach for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I'm not and, a fan. Yes, but guess what? He's got those kids bought in. Did you see the crazy touchdown they had at the end of the game that didn't actually count because of forward passes? So I did not. 
It was wild. Oh, it was one of those. Guys. It was one of those like fifty lateral type things, okay. and they had they had two forward passes. So of course it didn't count. But they ended up scoring on it. You know, it was cool as hell to watch, and it, it seemed like it lasts forever. But they score, and then of course forward passes. But there were kids in tears just because, and that wasn't going to win the game. They were still going to lose by like nine points. Right. But it was because they they busted their butt the entire game, and they played hard to get to that point. But again, I don't think that game really again showed us. A whole lot because we don't know who Rutgers is. We don't know who Indiana is yet. They beat Penn State, but who is Penn State? Right. It's hard to tell. And they still have Penn State in the top. Or no, they don't have Penn State still in the top twenty. No, 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 no. They're, nope. they're like one spot out. <laughs> so it's it's interesting. Um, Ronnie here, Ronnie Brick. Welcome to the show. I think it's the first time I've seen your name commenting. But Michigan will welcome. bring Indi- Michigan will bring Indiana back to reality next week. I actually 100% agree with that, Ronnie. And I think so, probably too, because for whatever reason, Jim Harbaugh cannot beat Michigan State or Ohio State. He's got he, like, what, one? I, I don't know. He's got, not, three, not a great he's got like three wins in the last five years, and two of them against, or three wins since he joined the Big Ten as Michigan's coach, something like that, against both teams. Well, combined. he's never beaten Ohio State. Don't they have one win against them, or is that just one win the last like, fifteen years? I don't think that. <laughs> so he's, he's never beaten them, but I, I think don't he's got think that he has. I think he's got one or two wins in total against those two teams combined, which would be Michigan State. But for some reason, and they can't beat him in the big house. One and six. Thank you, Lang. He's one and six. I was gonna say. I told <laughs> so, you. and that that's Michigan is a, a Michigan's a good team though. Don't get me wrong. Now Michigan State, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, when you have seven turnovers in a game, I don't care who you're playing, there's a very good chance that that game's going to be close. Exactly. If we, not, you're going to get blown out. Well, when we talked about it last <laughs> week, and, and still, Rutgers didn't blow them out. No. After seven turnovers. So that's why I don't know who Rutgers is, because they beat Michigan State, but Michigan State now beat Michigan, who beat Minnesota, who lost. <laughs> you know, you get this. You're looking at where the Big Ten's at. You just have no idea what to expect right now. No. It's the just old, wild. I mean, the only the only real constant is Ohio State rolling. I mean, mm-hmm. Justin Fields is yeah. on another level. I don't know if you saw Micah Parsons' tweet. I don't know if you know Micah. Nah, Parsons I, I know he was Penn State. Yeah, um, he opted out. Yeah, and his choice. He opted out. He wants to go to the NFL. And he was a Husker. He was a almost big Husker. Recruit. He was a big Husker recruit that almost came here, but he um, he just tweeted out Justin Fields. That's the tweet. <laughs> Yeah, and, and people were commenting on it, and he said he he just he's the best. He's yeah, like the best so, quarterback. So so while we're on, let's talk about it. So Penn State Ohio State was a game last night, six thirty. Ohio State jumps out to a fourteen. I watched most of the first half. Twenty one six after the first half, and you yeah, and you're no, thinking, and, and twenty one six, and Ryan Day was pissed because they the kneel. they well no no well he was pissed about that too. Well, the one second, yeah. but no <laughs> they um. Dropped a pass in the end zone and then missed a twenty yard field goal. Yep. Um, they should have scored another touchdown. I mean, that game should have been like yeah, thirty five to three at halftime. Yeah, but even so, thirty eight twenty five was the final score. But if you look at the if you watch the game and you watch the fourth quarter, the entire fourth quarter, Ohio State got the ball. What they do? Run, run, run run if they would have passed they very well could have scored 60 on which penn is, state very is, well could have kind of weird because we i mean we talked about it 
for them kind of playing catch up, it seems like they need to blow everybody out. But when they had a big enough lead on Penn State, yeah, you know, getting that win against Penn State, who's their pretty much biggest challenger, and it, that's it's pretty much it's it's a rival for them. I, I would say at this point. I mean, they they talked about it a, a little bit during the game. You know, um, that's a whiteout game, night game. Yeah, but there's no fans, so you know, Justin Fields is in the red zone. Yeah, he, he's not he's not hearing anything, feeling anything. They can kind of just go about their biz and and. Remember, we talked at the very beginning of the season, before the first games, the weekend before, how the crowd makes a big difference in a lot of these games. We talked about the whiteout. We talked about coming to Memorial Stadium. We talked about a lot of these games and the difference it makes for teams and how that doesn't exist this year. Right. That is a big – think about the second half there, even 21-6 at half. Think about the crowd in that game for Penn State at the whiteout against Ohio State, how loud they would have been throughout the entire game, but especially in the second half when they started boiling back and they're down oh, by yeah. they're down yeah. by thirteen at one point. Right. I mean that, that was the final score, but they're down by thirteen and then Clifford throws an interception. That was mm-hmm. the game. That and that, that was a that was an ill advised pass. He didn't he didn't have to throw that ball where he did. He tried to force it. He tried to Mahomes it is what he tried to do. Um, and it didn't work out in his There's favor. There's only one Mahomes. There is only one Mahomes, but um, ends up being a pick and that, that sealed the game for him. It really did. There wasn't a lot of time left. Yeah. Uh, it would have been a very far fetched comeback, but it, it could have happened. But that that was the downturn. But really, Ohio State could have ran up that score. They they could have put up sixty if they would have kept throwing the ball. I'm sure Ryan Day is probably a little pissed today. Yeah. Um. You know, kind of how our game and people have been. Oh yeah, really? Of course you said that. The way that our game, the score didn't really fit what the game yeah. was. I feel like that's kind of how that game was, just on the opposite side. But <clears throat> yeah, and and a lot of the a lot of the stats in the game and the way the game played out are very similar to how Nebraska played Ohio State. Yeah. There's a lot of similarities in the two. So, um, again, we got Penn State in two weeks. Right. Um, so that could be a very interesting game too. Who knows? Uh, but Ohio State, um, Justin Fields was at one point like 25 of 30 <laughs> passing. I mean, the, the kid's good. I mean, you, yeah, it, man. And he may be hitting a lot of short passes too, but he can drill Olave. And Wilson's a short guy. Olave's his deep guy. And he was drilling both of them. I mean, those guys yeah. were making catches. Uh, and then they got some dudes. And Dotson for Penn State. I don't know if you saw a couple catches he made. Yeah, highlight real catches. I mean, that guy's got oh, some yeah. hands that, too. That, the one hand on. Yep. Is that yeah, he had part? he had that, and then he had another catch too that he was going down and made a one hand yeah. catch. Um, also, um, to go along with that game, is again now you got Ohio State two and zero. Penn State's zero and two now. Exactly. Uh, and, and Michigan lost. Yeah, Penn State's done. I mean. They're done. They don't have a chance. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State's not going to lose three games. No. So they would because they would literally have to lose three games for Penn State mm-hmm. to win that division. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Um, but that that game was. I mean, Fields was just. It he, does, had, he had a heyday. He had it a does kind of suck. Twenty twenty, like Ohio State, Penn State should not be game two of the year. Like that. That sounds like a maybe this maybe this time of year normally. Yeah. For like game seven or eight. Yeah. Or maybe later on, so that kind of sucks because that probably would have been a really, really, and and it was a good game, but I mean it would have been could have been closer, right? And Penn State's without their top running back, but it is what it is. And one thing in that game too is they talked about Master Teague and Sermon, their running backs for and Ohio they looked State. really good. They, they did not. Really good. They did not do that against Nebraska, just to let you know. Kirk Herbstreit, he Kirk said that Herbstreit's like, hey, this 
this run game is looking much improved from week one. And in, in Nebraska, that front seven was able to shut down the run game, where Penn State's not, which would probably usually be the opposite. I mean, Penn State's rush defense is usually pretty darn good, but uh, Master Teague and Sermon, they were both able to run pretty well on that defense For yesterday. sure. So that's something I think Nebraska, again, our running back room, we should look forward to <laughs> against Penn State well, if we and, use them. You know, I don't know what Frost got the guys doing, but if those guys are watching those types of games, they're mm-hmm. like, hey, we hung with these guys yep. better than Penn State did. 100%. At least early on. So... Uh, let's see. So Ryan says when Penn State made it 21-13, Pat crowd would have been going nuts. For Absol- sure. Absolutely. For sure. And he, that wideout's insane. You watch it on TV, it's like, I want to be there. Like, I want to I wanna be in that wideout. Like, that'd be, that should be a bucket list item for a lot of college football fans. Um, and then Dalton says apparently harder to find. I realized, okay, couldn't find anything anything as far as the uh, term for Nebraska's contract with the Big Ten. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't um, know what that is. For, for some reason, I thought it was 2023, but I could be wrong. Um, either way. Um, let's see. It doesn't seem like there's yeah. a penalty for breaking ties with the conference. So, um, excuse me. So, let's look at the next game. We had we talked about Michigan, Michigan State. Now, that game was actually pretty pretty fun to watch too. There's a I lot of back and forth. Actually, did get to watch a fair amount of that game. I was at a car dealership for like five hours mm-hmm. yesterday, mm-hmm. and then a couple more today. But um, that was what the, that game was on. So I actually was watching it from a distance, but. Har- Harbaugh tried to change things up. He didn't wear khakis. Oh, really? I guess I, mean, I didn't see that. He's the guy that always wears khakis. Like, it's khakis Harbaugh. Like, he, he, he buys Walmart khakis. He was wearing black pants, and I'm like, who is this guy? So No wonder they lost. <laughs> no, I, well, he's got to change it up because they can't win either. Yeah, so I guess. He tried to change things up. Michigan State wins the game 27-24. Um, I still think Michigan has a pretty decent team this year. Well, I mean, I mean they lose by three points. I mean – but but again, you could, who, run the, you could run the table, win the Big Ten championship, and still have a they, shot. They look, I would think they looked pretty dominant over Minnesota, but then Michigan State lost to Rutgers. Now Michigan State comes back to beat Michigan, and Minnesota also loses again. So again, you're looking at the Big Ten. Who the hell is every team? You have no idea in Week Two. You have no idea except who's for, who, except for Ohio State. In Ohio State, you have, you know who they are. Um, Purdue, Illinois. Purdue actually could Purdue won that game, but Illinois had a really good chance. Well, Illinois, Purdue won by a touchdown, and Illinois didn't have their starting quarterback. Yeah, and so they, who was Purdue? They were missing a lot of guys. So who's Purdue? Purdue takes down Iowa and, and, in the fourth from quarter. From everything I've heard, Rondell Moore. That who knows when he's going to be back. Well, it sounds like he's on the team, but he's kind of just waiting to see if he's going to play or if he wants to play because the pro like. And there's been talk about him like why pro, why play. Bro. Why play when you can I, potentially I would, get if, injured? If I, well, they're 2-0 now, I guess. Maybe but but after his injury last year, like, do you want to risk getting injured again and hurt your pro stock? So that's yeah. a lot of that talking I'm in is do you want to play? Now, Bell is doing a fantastic job of being a leading wide receiver. Um, but a Purdue without more, he's what, a sophomore? He's a junior now? He's a junior. He's a year ahead of Wandell. Mm-hmm. So he's a junior this year. So do you – are you ready to go pro? You're not a big guy. You don't have a lot to go off of as far as a resume. I mean, probably going to get hurt in the NFL. So, I, I don't know. I think it would be weird for him to sit out, but we'll see if he comes back. They haven't – nothing about injury, nothing about him not being ready to come back, nothing about COVID. I Is he just playing the wait-and-see game? Maybe. Maybe he shows up next week. So, we'll have to do some research on some scheduling. Does, does Northwestern or Purdue play Ohio State? Because both those teams are 2-0 at this point. Good question. Good um, question. I mean, I, I, 
better question, I guess, is who are their crossover games? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, I mean, you, we haven't really said it. Yes, Northwestern won against Iowa yesterday. You text me Northwestern sucks, and then they won. And, and I think both those teams suck, to be honest. I, again, my honest opinion. I, I unfortunately was not able to watch it. No, no, Northwestern? When, when we heard that there was no game, yeah, I was told that we were going to get a car. So, <laughs> so, so Purdue, Illinois, again, Illinois could have won that game. But now they're 0-2. They played a much better game, but again, who is Purdue? Who knows? Purdue won in the fourth quarter against Iowa. Iowa plays Northwestern this week. Generally, yeah, uh, uh, this week, yeah, yeah, the, this yesterday. Generally, a uh, ground and pound game. Um, you know, those teams are methodically going to move downfield. Their defense is generally pretty stout, um, and they play well against each other, kind of like Northwestern and Nebraska. You kind of know what you're going to get. And in the last couple of years, Iowa and Nebraska, you know what you're going to get. It's right. going to be a close game. They beat us on last second field goals. Two last two years two in a row. Games. So Northwestern Iowa, it, it comes down. No one scored in the fourth quarter. It was 21-20 going into the fourth quarter, and nobody scored. Hmm. I, I don't think. That is weird. But but Iowa That's had. pretty unusual. I, Iowa had a 20-14 lead going into half. 17 nothing after the first quarter. So Iowa. Again, blows the game. They were winning last week, and they blew the game. I don't think Iowa, their quarterback is very mediocre. Very mediocre. Petrus, I think is his last name. Um, I haven't watched he's him yet. very he, he looks like an Iowa quarterback, if I can say that. He looks like an Iowa quarterback. Um, he's not very good. <laughs> he looks like an Iowa quarterback. He's not very good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to say it. He just... And he's got this weird goatee going on. It just it does it looks very Iowa goateeish, wow. if you will. Um, but Iowa, I don't know. I don't think Iowa is very good. They played a decent game against Michigan wow. last week, but they lose this week or against Purdue last week. Um, but Purdue wins in the fourth quarter again. They can't hold a lead. Um, Northwestern Northwestern's not a really a come from behind. Well, they are a come from behind team, but. To go up 21-20 in the third quarter and then nobody scores in the fourth, not even a field goal. It's a pretty bad game. It, uh, it was. I mean, it's definitely a Big Ten game, I'd say, but that's pretty it, it was. It was, a very, it was a very Northwestern game because Northwestern well, does that then, all the time. It, yeah, that's, what, that's how they play. That's how they win games. So, um, and for Iowa, they're also in a little bit of trouble with their best wide receiver. Smith Mar Smith Marset gets pulled over going seventy four and a thirty and he's um, uh, operating while uh, intoxicated so it's OWI in Iowa OWI so. and a lot of times that's a felony in some states if you're going seventy four and a thirty yeah so I don't know I don't know what's going to happen to him but you got to imagine he's at least gone for two games probably um, the problem with Iowa in that game though uh, is they stopped running the ball I mean. Was it Godson or Goodson, the hmm. running back? Really? He's a good running back, and he had a good game, but they stopped running the ball. And I don't really understand why, because I think that was the key to them being successful and winning the game, and they, they went away from it. Um, they had a lot of rushes for under 100 yards. Now you look at... Is Northwestern's front seven not good? Um, I don't know. Because, again, again I, don't know, I don't know anything about Iowa. Like I don't know if Iowa... I, I just don't think I was very good. Um, well, we're gonna find out. Holy crap! So Doug Doug uh, Yarnell here. Doug, I don't think I've seen you. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Said Northwestern. Oh, Twenty one COVID positive cases right now. On the team? 
He said Northwestern. So, Doug, I'm assuming you're talking about the team. So, Nebraska might not get to play this week. Please let us play UT Chattanooga. Come on. Oh, my God. No, they have... They they're gonna have a game. Oh, that, no, that's brutal. FCS isn't playing. There's no way we're not gonna be able to go play them. That oh Husker Nation's gonna burn to the ground. Like we're gonna be oh my Twitter's gonna be fun. Um, let's look at hold on. I let's on my phone. So I'm I'm gonna look at some stats for this for this game for Iowa. So Ramsey, the quarterback for Northwestern, was 11 of 18 for 130 yards and interception. 11 of 18, 130 yards, interception. 100 130. And one interception, no TDs. Petrus was 26 of 50, 216 yards, one TD, three interceptions. 26 of, 26 of 50. Bowser, two, they talk a lot about Bowser for Northwestern and running back. Again, you're going against Iowa, typically good run defense. 25 rushes, 85 yards. That's They rushed for 37, 47, 50, 58 times. For under 200 yards, barely they're 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 not even 100. I think they're barely at 150. That's a lot of rushing. So they again, you're looking at burning the clock. This is this is typical Northwestern. They know how to grind. They know how to get you in a position where they can run the clock. And I that's what they did part of that fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. But again, Petrus threw a, an interception to end the game. Um, I mean, Godson has 13 rushes or 43 yards and a TD, but. I mean, really, the team in general just... The stats in that game sound pretty bad. Stats are brutal. I just, I don't see, I don't see Iowa or even Northwestern. And Twitter today, North talking about Northwestern, Husker fans, I mean, I'm not impressed with Northwestern at all. I didn't see their first game, but again, who is Maryland? I don't know. They threw three picks in that game. So is it the turnovers that got them? Is it the field position? I, I don't know. I have no idea. So I don't yeah. think it's so hard to tell who is who in the Big Ten right now except for... Ohio State. Yeah. You have and Iowa. Of course, that's who we had to play first, so you don't really know anything about Nebraska either. Yes, exactly. And that's there was a, a guy on on, uh, on Twitter today that said something about Wisconsin being the favorite in the West, and I, had, I said I'd be a fool not to chime in and say, why not Nebraska? Because we've played one game. We played pretty well, just as good as, as we did against Penn State, or just as good as Penn State did against Ohio State. And Nebraska should be as good of a favorite now, but maybe you're looking at Northwestern being the favorite. They're 2-0. I mean, right now they are the favorite because of their record. But Nebraska's got to be able to play. And this weekend, if we beat Northwestern, I think you got to think that Nebraska could be the favorite. But we got to be able to play the game. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, might, I might turn into a sad mad if we can't play this game. I'll be really, I'll be really sad. Right. I won't even be mad. I'll be sad. Since you read that, I've already taken a step back. You know how I get. Jimmy needs more, more uh, Sam Adams down here. Um it's you know COVID is what it is i mean it's going to pass around people are going to get it and and the responsibility of everybody now northwestern i don't know if it's an irresponsibility on the team but chicago is a mess and they've been a mess from the get-go and that's that it's unfortunate i hope everybody on the team and everybody there is is healthy i hope you know anybody that gets it i don't want them to get sick i don't want them to feel bad of course football football is second to health and and the the players and right. their safety. Um, so hopefully we get to play a game, but if we don't, you know. I hadn't seen anything on this, so that was news to me. But um, I saw something earlier today just about Chicago in general, not about Northwestern or their football team. So, um, Doug, appreciate you bringing that up, but I'm also mad at you for bringing that up. So welcome to the show, but I hate you. Uh, I'm not kidding. sure he doesn't mean it. I don't mean it. Um, I don't know. 
I, I we'll see what happens. We we got a few days to go, so it's Sunday. Games on Saturday. Yeah, but also at this time last week, we were thinking that we were going to be playing a Wisconsin team without their starting quarterback, and then uh, we didn't yeah. play. So. Yikes. Um, Big Ten's really doing its best to they, stick it to us. What did we say from the very beginning, Jimmy? Why did the Big Ten start playing? Why did we decide to have a season? For um, who? Who's it for? For Ohio State. It's for Ohio State. They don't care about any other team right now in the conference. That's why I said, like, it's if, all that, about Ohio if State. that happens to where an opponent of Ohio State's, they can't play the game, they're going to figure something. Or and they're just going to be like, oh, well, we're, they're still going to make it in anyway because they're going to be undefeated. And, and this isn't – a lot of people think that people come up with conspiracy theories for Nebraska, which some people do, but <laughs> this is not even a conspiracy theory. If you deny the fact that the Big Ten even started their season other than – to get Ohio State to the championship game, you're a fool. Right, 100%. You're a, you're a damn fool, and I hate even saying that, but also, also I don't because I hate the Big Ten right now, but you have to believe that that's the only reason why they started. Yeah. Because of all the strict protocols they put in place, the 21-day quarantine, um, the nine, nine games in nine weeks, no breaks, no option, no plan Bs, they set – they set us up to fail. They set, the, they set the Big Ten up to fail. 100%. And we said that the week before we started playing is they set it up to fail. And right now it's failing. And it sucks that the first part of that failure is at Nebraska's expense. Yes. And it's going to continue because now, you're, again, you're probably not going to have Purdue and Wisconsin this weekend. You might not, according now, according to Doug here, Northwestern and Nebraska this weekend. So you're you're already discounting four teams from playing another game. Nebraska's gonna have one game, division. one game after three weeks in the same division. Well, and the fact that they played the Illinois uh, Purdue game was kind of interesting. Um, you interesting, know, I, yes. And I don't know what the exact numbers were. And again, it's it's their decision, you know, yeah. up to a certain point, and then the Big Ten can step in. But um, well, again, it was two positives and twelve out with contact tracing. Okay. So again, it's it was probably below the threshold, which which they wouldn't have played if it was above the threshold for the Big Ten. Um, but again, you, you got to look at okay, do they have anybody else on the team that could potentially show up positive? And now they potentially impacted Purdue and their team, which impacts more teams going forward. Uh, it's 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 a it's a trickle effect, and it's ha- you see it. This is why people are getting sick over and over again is because one person infects one person, infects another person who infects multiple people. They go to party, and you know now you got a whole crap ton of people with COVID, and, and that 21-day sucks, but it is it is what it is. And in Northwestern, if they have 21 cases, we're not going to play this weekend. There's no way. I don't see it happening. Well, we're going to do some research. But did we ever figure out, real quick, did we ever figure out who the um, – Crossover games were for Northwestern and Purdue. Because I'm very intrigued about this, if we can actually play the games. So you're looking at who? Northwestern's crossover games. They already played Maryland, so that's one. Yep. We got lucky on that. Mm-hmm. And... See. So Purdue's got Northwestern in two weeks. That's not it. Purdue and who, sorry. <laughs> Purdue and who? Purdue and Northwestern, just who their crossover games okay, are. Okay, so Purdue and Northwestern play each other in two weeks. Okay. Uh, Purdue's got Minnesota, no. 
Northwestern's got Wisconsin's new. Which is funny, Wisconsin's still 10 with a 1-0 record. I just... <laughs> bullshit. Um, they wouldn't have been Northwestern's got Michigan State. Okay, so Northwestern played Maryland and Michigan State. And okay. Pur- and Purdue's, okay. Got, Purdue's got Rutgers. Of course they do. I mean, uh, let's see. Michigan Northwestern, Minnesota. No, we already got Northwestern's because they played Maryland, and then you said... They had Michigan State. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Purdue, who else does Purdue played Rutgers? Purdue's got Indiana. Yep. Yep. There it is. Yep. Okay. So, okay. again, they don't play Ohio State. They don't play Michigan. Indiana's having a – again, we don't know who, really who they are yet, but they're having a better year. They beat Penn State. I, I think that's the hardest thing right now is you have no idea who's who. Northwestern opens up as a three-point favorite over Nebraska. Uh. Sorry, they're at four and a half now. Four and a half favorite over Nebraska. Cool, sure. But again, it might not matter if we don't play the game. Well, it, like you said, you don't really know who anybody is. That's what happens when you don't play these not, like non-conference games to start the season. Yeah, I mean, if you're in Nebraska the last couple of years and you're losing to non-conference games, you're losing to to whack teams and stuff like that over the last couple of years. You know who Nebraska is, but now we have all Big Ten games and we can't even tell who we are. Yeah. Sucks. It does. <laughs> but. 2020 sucks. Like my pumpkin says out Like your pumpkin. pumpkin. Okay. 2020 sucks. Um, I, I don't know. I don't got anything else. I, I really I'm, don't hope, I'm hoping we play this I'm week. I'm really kind of sad now that somebody said now that. Now that Doug dropped a bomb on us. Yeah. And Thanks, Doug. My phone is obviously recording, so I can't look at anything, but. We'll be looking at things. Yeah, we'll check it out. But um, if we need it, we'll keep you guys updated as as well. If you're on Twitter and Facebook, you'll see the updates. But um, hopefully we can still get a game in. If, if that's not, the case, in, I'm not listening to Sports Talk Radio. <laughs> if not Evanston, hopefully it's in Nebraska. Um, but we'll see what happens. You got anything else for us, Jimmy? That's about it. I'm about out of beer anyway. You're about out of beer. So that's all I got. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're two average guys. Thanks for joining in. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Hope you had a good Halloween. Hopefully you got a lot of candy. We'll be back. Hopefully we'll be back after we beat Northwestern next week. We'll see you next week. Hopefully talking about a game.